I haven't seen that. I haven't seen that one yet. It's on my Netflix, but I haven't seen that one yet. Hello. Hey, Whitney. Hi. How are you? I'm I'm all right. How are you on this, the day that the Lord made? I'm grumpy. Welcome to the He is Risen podcast. You know what I have seen? The love of Jesus Christ. Uh, I believe blaze it and praise it is uh, <laughs> is the, 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 the go word for today. Welcome oh. to I haven't seen that. I haven't seen that. Um, how Happy Easter or Hoppy Easter as I yes. think is the preferred parlance. <laughs> If you're a dad, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and and as we've established before, I am a dad up into the point where I don't have any children, but culturally I uh I am very close to dad culture. I'm a big fan of dad culture. Uh puttering? Have you been doing any puttering? I've been <laughs> I mean most of my life can be described as puttering. Do you have a puttering hat? I highly recommend a puttering hat. <laughs> um so so some bad news from this week. I aged and also, oh, you did! I did. Yes. Happy uh, birthday! Thank you. Also, on my birthday, I found out I did not get a book deal to write a upstate noir novel about the members of Steely Dan. Um, I and that's that is a crime. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll never know now uh, if Katie really lied. I've had a I have a friend who has like I I won't say he's tried to get me into Steely Dan, but. He just keeps bringing up Steely Dan, really pointedly. You're talking about me. <laughs> no, no, uh, no, you have. Well, you haven't tried. You haven't tried to get me into Steely Dan. Um, that's a crime on my on my part. Well, I'm, I'm just going to tell you somebody somebody's beat you to it yeah. and uh, failed. <laughs> Steely, Steely Dan is another. It's like it's like the RoboCop and uh, and Die Hard thing. <laughs> or or when I listen to 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 Steely Dan, I like I can feel the music just. It's it's going into me and it's just desperately searching for a Y chromosome and I'm like I'm sorry <laughs> there's nothing here for you then, and I'm like it's I just have to say I'm I'm still really sad about the RoboCop thing because RoboCop is so good I will probably watch it someday you, you give give RoboCop a chance a little a chance to I guess I guess he's he's a little bit like Jesus right yeah he he is risen this day he is, he is risen from being. Now was was since I have not seen RoboCop, um, was he a cop before? He, well, he was, was he a, a person? He, he was, was a person. person first. He was a cop okay. um, with a wife and a child beforehand, and it's implied that he is basically put in. It is implied in the original film that he is put in. He's specifically put in a dangerous situation so that he can get shot a bunch. So they can turn him into RoboCop. Now you say original film as opposed to what? As opposed to the remake that came out. Oh, right! I forgot. Man, you're not up on your terrible 80s movie remake. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not up on RoboCop. I, well, when you said when you said original film, I started thinking, I was like, was there a cartoon? Like There was a cartoon. Like the real Ghostbusters? Was it the real RoboCop? Because um, there had been some previous 60s version of RoboCop? Or no, 70s with, a, with no, a gorilla? Actually, that would... I could see that though. I wouldn't be surprised if that were true. But um there was a cartoon um and then there were two other movies, one of which I believe was written by Frank Miller. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And like a bear it's it's uh a not so hot so. <laughs> um, I once uh met a I was out at a bar with some friends and one of them had a had a friend who 
was just really insistent about that he you know he knew Frank Miller like his uh, he's, he was friends with Frank Miller's girlfriend or something uh, yeah <laughs> Frank Miller's girlfriend sure that yeah, that's already we're, we're in the <laughs> realm of dreams and fairies here and then no no really he was actually really really a nice guy and really you know really friendly and definitely didn't uh hate women and i'm like "Uh uh-huh sure thing buddy yeah his girlfriend told you that his girlfriend which is just like a mop wearing a not even a dress it's a mop in a in a bikini it's just him carrying this mop around growling at it and it's weird the mop had a black eye oh god uh, we went there today on Jesus's, actually not his birthday, his, not even his death day. <laughs> Have uh, you? The anniversary of his resurrection. Let's see, uh, I'm guessing that your, your I haven't seen that is the Bible, the inside I, of a church. I have seen a lot of the Bible, good yeah. lord. Um, yeah, we're from actually, the South. Actually, I wanted to talk to you about something that you mentioned, uh, because I mentioned the Kirstie Alley, Tim Allen film, Richer or Poorer, um, in which they take uh they're like on the run and they end up hanging out with the amish mm-hmm. which um, i i haven't seen that i also haven't seen uh what was it witness what's the harrison Ford? No, that's, yeah yeah or is that the is that the amish i'm pretty sure witness is the amish there's like one that's the amish and one that's orthodox jews and they're very similar films oh wait no witness may be orthodox jews um there's, a, there's an amish one though harrison ford amish <laughs> is harrison ford amish no that's witness he, Oh, all right. Cool. But continue. I have not seen those films. Um, But you mentioned that you did know, you did spend a lot of time amongst the Amish. This is, um, my uh, my mom's side of the family is from western Pennsylvania. And as you as you might know, um, you can't, you can't uh, throw a rock in western Pennsylvania without hitting a couple of buggies. If and, you uh, hit a buggy with a rock, it is considered a hate crime. <laughs> I think that's, that's legitimate. <laughs> Um, but, um, this was, uh, my grandmother's, uh, boyfriend, which is a weird sentence, but they just never got married and, and, and he recently passed. So that's sad. Um, but he was, he had a lot of, uh, friends, uh, you know, his friends of the family with all these Amish people, cause there's Amish people in Western Pennsylvania, in yeah. rural, sad Western Pennsylvania. And, um, well, it's not one of them for the Amish. No, no. Yeah, they're they're doing great because they don't, you know, they weren't reliant on the coal industry. Yeah. Uh, but um, they had a, this was, you know, you know, more than 10 years ago, 10, 15 years ago. I was in, I was in college at the time. Um, and they, uh, there was a family and they had like a 16 year old daughter who had just been very sick and they didn't know what was wrong with her. And they'd, you know, taken her to various doctors and uh, sent, and then she went down to, um, uh, Vanderbilt, which has like special, you know, Vanderbilt Hospital, Vanderbilt Children's Hospital is one of the best in the country and it's great. And, uh, and so, uh, my, uh, Bob was his name, called my mom and was like, Hey, uh, there are some, some, a bunch of Amish people coming down to Nashville. You maybe want to, uh, be their friend? And my mom was like, All right. Sure. And, uh, and I wasn't there for, at the, I was at college at the time, but a bunch of Amish people stayed in our house for quite some time. While uh, this this uh, poor young girl was getting tested and treated and all the things and 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 in the end the thing that ended up being wrong with her was that she was celiac, so that was the first time I heard of celiac, oh, wow. which was with this poor Amish girl. And you know what? You know you know where it's hard to be gluten free <laughs> when you're Amish. Amish, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, that sucks. Um, it's, this, this... it's nice that she was able to get help and. Um... 
<laughs> Presumably, I mean, I I haven't heard from any of, of the Amish in quite some time. She call. she probably she, she probably has about seven kids by now. Um, or she could have gone rum springer. Yeah, yeah, she could have never come back. Uh, one time, I went to a Flogging Molly concert, and the opening band—I don't even remember their name—but they had a song that was just the chorus was "Rum Springer, Rum Springer, Rum Springer." <laughs> like, you guys are great. Uh... But uh, after the the Amish were in our house, um, my mom was just finding it was all it was ladies. It was all like you know uh, mothers and and aunts and stuff. She was just finding straight pins everywhere for for days because um, the. The women's like skirts and things were held together with straight pins as opposed to like buttons or anything. Oh. And because and, that's one of their things is, and this is, and apparently I've, I've done some research afterward and it's kind of very variant among which like group of Amish, whether or not you, you're, you're or, a button, a buttoneer yeah, or yeah. not. A buttoneer, <laughs> I believe the day. Whether or not you're pro button, it's probably the great, great uh, wars amongst the Amish. Um, so, she you know took them to the mall she had a you know grand time with them but, but then um after that when we went to uh uh visit my grandmother um in sad uh western Pennsylvania it was like okay we're going to go and spend a day uh, visiting around with uh, all these these Amish people that we become friends with and i believe i met 47 Amish people that day in one long day yeah yeah um well and it cuz it was easy because they all have you know a minimum of six children yeah and it gets it gets pretty sad because there's a genetic bottleneck there, so kids end up having really like horrible health problems. Yeah, yeah. Uh... But they all speak like they they have a special dialect of German that they speak. They all code switch. It's quite lovely to listen to this like little soft lilting German spoken to the children, and then they you know speak their ah. <laughs> the tis a English. tis a fine bard English. Tis no pool. Uh. And uh, I had a I had a very excellent dinner in an Amish household, where with a chicken that had been killed that day, and uh, an Amish lady kind of called me fat, but in a nice way. <laughs> oh, Lord, <laughs> she was like, "Ah, I can tell you're you're a good eater." And I was like, "Yes, uh, ma'am." Uh, I'm like, outside of this community, I would be probably a lot more pissed off by that, frankly. <laughs> and, and I'm like, you know what? You know, from a lady who has literally 24 grandchildren. <laughs> she can say whatever she wants because she's probably uh, looking at me like ah oh, yeah look at those hips you could yes, definitely you could have 20 or 30 children <laughs> you might get you know just you know hope for twins oh man <laughs> but and the, fi- the final the, the, the final uh, I'll end on the, uh, the, the, the my day with the Amish story is after after nightfall I was in I was in you know one Amish house, and this was in, oh, 2002 or 2003, and because the, uh, the Amish people knew that I lived in New York City, um, they had, they, they had misunderstood, and they thought that I was actually, that I had actually escaped the World Trade Center on 9-11. Oh, Lord. They were like, oh, you did, you, uh, you know, you did the, you did a good thing, I'm glad you, you, you ran out of there, and I was like, oh, no, I wasn't, no. Oh, they thought that those buildings were New York City. <laughs> oh. And then they also said some racist stuff about Baltimore, but hey! <laughs> oh, they're, like, they're like, it's a very dark town. <laughs> oh, God, Amish people. It's, I, don't, I don't think it's really a surprise that the Amish are racist. <laughs> racist. Quaint racist. There's a lot of racism and sexual abuse among the Amish, but man, that yeah. was a good chicken. 
Mm. And those romance novels are very compelling. That is a thing. Weren't you, you were, you, that's one of your things sometimes as you look at. I, I would, I would question <laughs> those, calling those, that my uh, thing. That so, microphone for those things you do. I, uh, basically I, um, oh, nice callback. Yeah. To something my mother-in-law said. Um, First episode. Uh, my, uh, I get a bunch of books from my public library, eBooks from the website and basically like once a month they get like 300 new ebooks and i go through but they must like they they must import them by publisher because you'll have like 12 pages of just romance novels in a row um and i don't read romance novels but um there are some bonkers romance novels out there uh they're just weird trends that yeah yeah um, g- having having a very rich man impregnate you is like huge right now. Also, has been throughout human history, I believe. But. Yeah, I, I know. There's also like there's a whole lot of like secret baby, like the you know it's a, it's a lady who is who has um uh fallen with child or she's she's got a baby put in her and then some fallen and she's <laughs> making I'm make I'm playing with language I'm I'm making up uh, phrases. Uh, I had a, this is a tangent, um, cause we, we don't do those. Yeah, we're yeah, very, on. Uh, very on topic on a, I haven't seen that. Um, it was a while back. Uh, I was suddenly, I, I had convinced myself that the phrase that this, that, um, well, I guess it's pickles for breakfast for me was a phrase that that was a real thing that people said. And it's not. Do you think that that was like a dream you had in which people just kept saying, well, it's pickles for breakfast for me. And then when you woke up, it was like if you have a dream where you visit or for me, it's like I I always have dreams where I visit awesome stores. And then I wake up. I'm like, oh, I should go by that awesome store. And then I'm like, oh, wait, it didn't exist because um, because it was a dream I had. That might have been it or it just might be that I I like to, I I live in a world half between fantasy and reality at all times. <laughs> There's that, yes. I was, just, and I was just talking to a friend. She's like, "No, that's not a phrase. Literally, no one has ever said that." <laughs> but uh, I, I keep I keep trying to make it happen. Yeah, yeah. And it's just sort of you know it's it's a way of like it's like ah well, shit. <laughs> got to you know I got to deal with this. Pickles for breakfast for me. That's uh, it's pickles for breakfast for me. And you know what? Pickles for breakfast. Pretty, pretty good if you like yeah, pickles yeah <laughs> i uh did so you had eggs this morning i saw made <laughs> shitty eggs real shitty eggs because this is the thing because whenever i make whenever i make scrambled eggs i always get like the i'm like oh gordon ramsay said that you know people always overdo their scrambled eggs and you got to take them off the heat when they look like they're not quite done because then they'll keep cooking and then they'll be perfect and then i always eat my runny ass scrambled <laughs> eggs and i'm like you know what gordon ramsay i'm Fuck an american and i grew up eating just just overdone dry scrambled eggs and that's what yeah. i think they're supposed to taste like and shut up yeah have you ever tried uh in two different william gibson books people talk about how like a really good way to scramble eggs is using water instead of milk and like that it makes and in both books it's like oh it makes the pan more difficult to clean up but they're a lot fluffier to the point where like i don't know if Williams Gibson, if if it was just something where he kind of repeated himself and didn't think about it, or if he ate those eggs and he was like, every book from now on <laughs> is gonna have a, a like two lines in it about the best way to make scrambled the eggs. People need to know. And I think these were his last two books, so it may just be from <laughs> now on out, from here on out, man. 
It's uh, it's egg time. Well, I've definitely done that, but mostly because I didn't have milk. And there's great debate about whether you should even put any liquid in your scrambled eggs. That I just the whole scrambled egg thing is just too fraught. And I dropped an egg on the floor. It was oh man! Not well, and I dropped don't... an egg on the floor on my um my my kitchen mat. I have oh, I have one of those like the the the, the stress kit you know the, the oh, yeah. pads that because yeah. I spend a lot of time in the kitchen and then my feet hurt and uh and it it did in fact have a rooster on it so I dropped an egg right on my rooster mat it says king of the barnyard <laughs> which is also your uh your wrestling nickname yeah I'm really I I get really fascinated by professional wrestling but not enough to actually watch professional wrestling. Right, like enough to to spend a to go down a deep Wikipedia hole. Yes, yes, definitely. And like every time there's a big wrestling event, like uh, like say a, a mania of wrestling, <laughs> it's, it's always like I find out how many people I I follow on Twitter who are who are like follow wrestling, and I'm like, huh. Yeah. And when and if I ever comment on that, you know, people are you know they get super defensive, and I'm like, oh no, 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 it's fine, it's fine. <laughs> I like, like terrible things too. <laughs> I mean, it's 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 drama. It's yeah. It's, it's and, and someone and some some you know uh knucklehead is always like oh you know it's fake right and i'm like yeah so is tv <laughs> so is almost no so is everything in the world today <laughs> nothing is real wake up uh, wake up wake up neo wake up. <laughs> what was i oh i went down a wikipedia hole last night Every now and then I like to look up uh, bands that I was really into in the late 90s, like indie bands. And sometimes they're like, it's like I didn't get into them until the mid-2000s. But um, I like to look up their Wikipedia entries that all like peter out around 2009 <laughs> and think about like what shitty jobs those people have now. Um, I don't like doing this. <laughs> but it's You're a just way compelled. Of, yeah, it's a way of punishing myself. And uh, and while thing. while you were doing that, I had been listening to the Pandora Today's Hits radio station all day. So I was like literally singing along to Katy Perry and Macklemore and Bastille. Bastille? <laughs> yeah, they're they're actually I, I I'm a, I I think today's popular music is quite good. Ah, interesting. It's, it's it's a good time to like popular music. It's always a good time to like popular music. Oof, no, it isn't. <laughs> yeah, there have been, there have been you remember the, the the early two thousands? Not great. Yeah, not good. Um, sorry. Now I'm just in my head, just singing the. Can you hear the people sing, singing the song of angry men, just because of Bastille? And... and that is that is a uh, Les Mis, right? Yes, it is Les Mis, which I haven't seen. I have only seen the film, and then I then I like bought the soundtrack, but not the soundtrack from the film, um, <laughs> because Russell Crowe uh, turns out he can't really sing that well. I um, I think I, I saw some. I've got a friend who's a big fan of of the Les Mis, who's the one who who initially uh, postulated that you know there's there's your Les Mis girls and your Phantom girls and your and... Rent girls. <laughs> And uh, she, she, you know, made me watch a couple of the, they had the big, like, 25th anniversary. I was going to say 50th anniversary. And I'm like, no, that's, no. Les Mis is not a fine, a fine, um, uh, shit, language product of this, such yeah. a simple word. And I couldn't think of it, of the 60s. Yeah. I actually think the, the I think I, the recording I have is of the 24, the 25th anniversary concert. 
did Master of the House sound like a song of farts? Uh, doesn't it usually? Like they had like a like a farting instrument that they were using. <laughs> I mostly remember is they they there was um they they had a bit that was like all the the shit the Javert is he the cop? Yeah, probably. <laughs> Just call him Russell Crowe because that's what I'm gonna think of. Well, no, because it had it had like of of from different countries, and um, one of them was Chairman Kaga because he played because Chairman Kaga from oh. the original Iron Chef played. He's he's a you know he's a theater actor. Yes, you, which you'd never be able to guess. I mean, the the way he bit into that onion forever, uh, that was very theatrical. I think it was an apple. I don't remember. I think I it think changed it may up. Have been like a green pepper or something. Or some, I remember like a yellow pepper. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and I, I I I hate to break it this to you, but the the guy on the American version, they're not actually bass. <laughs> no, no. Oh right, because they had the they they did have a terrible like original. They had like a... a Jonas brother in doing Les Mis at the like thirtieth anniversary one, right? Yeah, little little Mickey Jonas. Little Mickey Jonas. Poor Nick Jonas. He's I know I know way more about the Jonas brothers than I would really. <sighs> but I am I am apparently admitting right now. Yeah. I haven't seen that, and by that I mean I don't I don't think I've ever heard a Jonas Brothers song. Um. They're because not... of the good decisions I've made. Well, here's life. here's here's my confession: is I watched the entire first season of the Jonas Brothers television program. Was it sent back in time to you when you were like twelve or thirteen? Nope. Was it through a magic window that you watched, eyes wide, wondering as a child? Look, my my mom had just died. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> and I was and I was just sort of wandering through Disney properties looking for light. I can see that, um, and uh, it's not good, but I enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I still watch Supernatural. Oh yes, we were going to talk about Supernatural. Yeah, I think I think we've been wanting to talk about Supernatural for a while. Do you want to talk about? Hey, wait, have you seen Supernatural? I have seen um some of it. I've seen at least I've seen the full. First season, like twice. Although the, the the first the first time I saw it, I had just recently started taking an antipsychotic and was quite uh out of it <laughs> and kept falling asleep. Wait, did I tell you about my friend who read Lord of the Rings? Um, but it turns out she hadn't read Lord of the Rings. <laughs> no. So one of my friends, when she was young, she her appendix burst, and mm. this was when she was like twelve or thirteen, and apparently it was really terrible, and she had to be in the hospital and on bed rest for a really long time, and she was on like tons of morphine, and so in order to pass the time, somebody in her family got her the Lord of the Rings books, um, and she read them, and she loved the story, found it really compelling. Then years later, she reread them, and it was t- like like nothing that she had remembered from the books was <laughs> actually in the books. What had been happened is that she'd held the book open and like hu- like gone on a hallucinogenic mind journey. That's pretty great. I thought <laughs> and, her story was awesome. I know, and the sad thing is that she forgot her story. She just knows that like what she read was not what she had read previously. But I was like, man, there I aren't any motorcycles in this at I all. Know. I really want to. I really want to read her her invented version of it. Um, Hers was just an extremely long women in prison film. <laughs> Which is what, which is what I, you know, when I was, you know, just occasionally falling asleep on my friend's couch, I would just, I would open my eyes and I was like, oh, Dean is in prison. Oh, he's, all right, pretty. Good luck. Falling back asleep. 
Um, but I, uh, like, a year or so ago, I decided I was going to embark upon uh, one of my many fail of <laughs> projects that I eventually lose interest in, where I was uh, watching all of all of um, Supernatural from the beginning and uh, tweeting about it. And uh, I petered off about six, six uh, episodes into season two. Yeah, it's it's. I think I think towards the end of season two is when they start getting like meta about it. Um, they got the guy who wrote the Tick to. I know do a lot of show running and like some a bunch of people from X Files too. So um, and and uh, I know that the uh, the writers for the Thrilling Adventure Hour have worked on it as well. Oh, really? That's Which is why uh, sometimes uh, what's his face Jim Beaver is on their their program. Oh, is Bobby? He? Bobby? Oh, Bobby? Bobby's Bobby. the best. Everybody loves Bobby. Um, that that show's really great, just because how often characters are like Sam, 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 Sammy, Dean, Sam, Sammy, Sam. Oh, it's so. There's some comment from Ben Edlund when he was talking about like writing for the show, and he's like, just this idea of these two beautiful men in a beautiful car driving around our great country shooting ghosts <laughs> well i just i just know that when i stopped watching it they were shooting ghosts and now apparently there's like all kinds of angels oh yeah eh. yeah that's where we're sort of at the angel point like where angels have come in and um we actually haven't we haven't been watching a ton of tv recently um surprisingly enough uh, not really sure why. It's probably because I've been playing 2048, like, endlessly oh, yeah. and without that, ceasing. Yeah, I, uh, I, I, someone linked me to that, and I made like two moves, and I went nope, and closed it forever. You said nerds. And just well, no, it, it's it's more that my immediate my immediate rejection of anything that has numbers on it. How do you work on computer? Like you, you have like a technology ish job. Yeah. Well, no, it's just like like word technology. Well, pretty much. Yeah, that's true. And uh, well, it's just like the same with with Sudoku. I'm just like I can't. I I refuse to learn what that is or how it works because it involves way too many numbers and but, it just. But makes... I don't think you're even using. I think you could play Sudoku with like a with the first ten letters of the alphabet too. You're not well, like adding those numbers. I think they're just placeholders. Yeah, I just well, I I see it and I'm just like nope. I yeah, panic. done. And that was the same thing with with. Uh, 2048 i was like nope numbers don't want to do it and apparently i made a right choice because i i just keep seeing people who like they tweet their high score and then they're like i can finally be free (laughs) yeah um i shouldn't have i i actually when i first started playing it i did like three moves and i was like nope i am not gonna get sucked into this one and then i was at work and it was like a very slow day um, I think my editor was actually out of the office, uh, and we were just waiting to hear back. So I started playing around with it, and uh, now I've got a real problem, man. You're you're jonesing for those yeah for those, numbers, those sweet tiles. Um, sweet actually, no. The tiles. thing that the thing that's good about 2048 is that it's a game where probably like once a game there will be a moment where it feels like you're very smart. Like, it feels like you're the world's cleverest boy because you do some awesome move where you, like, shoot together, like, seven tiles at once, and it's great. But you don't – it. you can feel that way without actually being clever or smart on any level at all. Just, it gives you that little dopamine squirt. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I mean, I've been, I've, I, think, I think casual games should just be called 
dopamine squirt games because you you hit some little meaningless achievement and yeah. you're like, yes, I need that again. Ah! I mean, it was better when I was in college and I was very depressed. I used to get that dopamine squirt by baking pies all the time. Oh, and then you so. get a pie at the end. Well, and that was I, I didn't even really like the pies, but the the good thing about that is that I could do something and then I would have a pie. I would it, like it takes an hour, and at the end you're like, look at this pie I made. Um, and it's like a real sense of accomplishment. But then I learned that like if I tried to use a chocolate pie recipe from the Loretta Lynn "You're Cooking It Country" cookbook, and I love Loretta Lynn, but I love Loretta her Lynn recipes too. are very poorly written. <laughs> um, and they are confusing, and so I ruined this chocolate pie. And I realized that well, I'm assuming they use Hill People measurements. <laughs> It's, it's like it's like reading something skin. from you know the 16th century, but <laughs> yeah, yawn flagons. <laughs> um, but it turns out that if you're relying heavily on baking to give you any sort of self worth, if you bake something and it doesn't turn out correctly, it is like it is like catastrophic. Like I was supposed to go to a party and I was like, oh, I'll make a pie, and the pie didn't turn out, and I like called these people like weeping, and they were like, it's okay, you can still come to the party, and I was like, I can't come without the pie no i know this i know this feeling exactly because i'm not i'm not a baker but i do i do cook constantly and if i if i remember i remember times that i fucked up a recipe that happened literally over 15 years ago and how it like and then there was like i i I just remember one time like locking myself in my room and my dad like knocking he's like are you okay and i'm like i'm fine i just screwed up that curry time i was making some indian soup and it was supposed to involve a, a dash of cloves and the lid fell off no. and and a like a tablespoon of cloves fell in and i tried to scoop it all out but it was still enough that everyone who's eating who ate it their mouths went numb <laughs> that's actually kind of interesting like that, well yeah because because cloves are naturally uh are anesthetizing oh, like really? i think i think novocaine was originally derived from clove oil it was originally called clovacaine Probably. And it probably had cocaine in it. Yeah. Well, that was in everything at one point. Um, it's like, I, one thing I, I really like, um, uh, like digestifs, the liquors like Zwack and um, Amaro's and things mm-hmm. like that, where originally in the 1700s they were concocted as like medicines for people. Because, and it's literally like, yeah, the king drank this and felt better because he was wasted because it's like <laughs> mostly brandy. <laughs> <laughs> you oh you, you sound like you need a you need a, a restorative yeah no i just i just took a huge pull on my bong um oh well uh 420 it's actually 240 what oh 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 no i meant the day <laughs> you were talking about the time and it's yeah. actually 246 i was um, actually awake at 420 a.m last night well blazing blazing it up doing you, some doobies you stayed up you stay up late i i don't i'm not um Sleep is complicated for me. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry, friend. Well, like I, uh, well, what I need, what I really need is, um, f- for the day to be 28 hours long. Ah, yeah. and, or I could, I could, you know, I could be fine if, you know, if I could just, um, have Bajoran time, which is they, they, they run on a 26 hour day. Well, when you watch Deep Space Nine. Oh God. Um <laughs> 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 uh, actually I read I read a thing on how Deep Space Nine is the queerest um it uh, sure Star is. Trek. <laughs> uh I actually feel really bad why that I, I why did you like it so much? I don't know. 
um i i read a thing oh wait i read that thing and now i feel really bad i haven't kept watching uh the next generation uh, I I was like on my way to the gym on Friday night, and I was like, "Oh shit! I've forgotten to watch Star Trek: The Next Generation." Hold up! I need to oh f- cancel the exercise. Cancel, yeah. Uh, also, I can barely walk today because of all of those deep lunges. Oh, well, I I I have been having trouble um, sitting, standing, walking, and lying down because oh, yeah. I I hurt my hip from sleeping weird. Uh, our bodies hate us. I'm only four years older than you. <laughs> you have this like to look forward to. Years. Um, make it make it last. Yeah, yeah. Stay, uh, stay fresh. Stay, stay young, young forever. Wait, oh wait. Do, do you watch Bob's Burgers? I do. I was actually an an early adopter of Bob's Burgers because I had a friend who uh, worked on the show as an animator. Did you did you watch the 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 Brony one? I sure did. And it's so good because it's like it's like like a satire of brony culture but i feel like it's actually just a really good satire of nerd culture in general paul f tompkins as a, as a devious brony <laughs> i'm glad they gave Perfect. him a little mustache on that as of course well. um i yeah uh that show i could uh, like uh, one of the topics my wife and i we talk a lot about television in like a really abstract way in probably the way that like you would imagine people who work in the television industry would talk about it, but neither of us do. Um, but I feel can... like I feel like we all work in the television industry these days. Yeah. <laughs> we are the or everyone industry. thinks they do. Yeah, that's true. Because um, we all have deep thoughts about uh, um, arcs. Let's let's complain about this on our podcast, which is specifically about... <laughs> which we which we talk about uh, TVs TVs and movie. Yeah. Oh, you wait. What? What? What are you going to ask me if I've seen? Oh, um, I, mean, I the Bible, but <laughs> yeah, I did ask you if you'd seen the Bible. Um, well, uh, thematically, I was going. Well, I was going to say I haven't seen the Passion of the Christ. Have you? Uh, no. There's. You could not pay me enough money to watch the Passion of the see Christ. See some Jesus torture porn. It was really great how when that came out, people were like, wow, this movie's really anti-Semitic. And people were like, no, it's not anti-Semitic. And then, <laughs> then Mel Gibson got pulled over and was just screamingly anti-Semitic. And nobody was ever like, so that movie was pretty anti-Semitic, right? Uh, good times. Mel Gibson. Uh, and since, since I haven't seen it, I'm just going to assume that like, every, like, Oh, this is sad. I'm like, wait, how does the Bible go? What is the story of of the death of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ? I don't know. I've like never been to church. <laughs> um, you know what? I so so heaven is real came out this oh, week yeah. or last week. Uh, that I haven't seen, and I also haven't seen whatever the original YouTube video or whatever the hell. No, it's a book. Um, okay, I, this is this is this is what I had gleaned. That I I think I was confusing it with like David after the dentist. <laughs> I, I had this. I had this impression, like Jesus's love. I had this impression that, like, this child had come out of a coma, and his parents were filming it, and he told a story about how he saw Jesus. Ah, uh, that's what I thought. He came out of a coma, and his parents were talking to him, and he 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 said that he went to heaven and saw Jesus. But apparently, he also said that Jesus was on a rainbow horse. Well, that's fact. But the thing that I actually, somebody tweeted the passage from it where his dad is like coming to the realization that he must have actually gone to heaven and seen Jesus because the kid says that when he saw Jesus, he had markers on him, meaning that 
he had stigmata. And it's like, yeah, yeah, there's one thing Christianity is shy about. It's telling anybody the exact method that Christ died. You've got to be like OT6 before they tell you that. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely not in like tons of art, it's even children's art that this child would have seen. But whatever. People can have their lives. It's great. I'm now really disappointed it wasn't a YouTube video. <laughs> Colton after I I mean uh Colton after his near death near experience. Death experience. Um Colton Burpo. The, the whole thing just makes me really sad because and this is just cuz my mind automatically goes to the worst possible place. So maybe he actually met Jesus or maybe he just thought he met Jesus, but in my automatic assumption about it, which is based on my own sadness, is that like he just wanted his dad to love him and talk to him. And so he came up with a story to tell his dad, and now it's a movie, and he's told it so many times that now he's he's given himself the anyway. It's, Does the movie have Greg Kinnear in it? Yes, and also the guy from Wings, I think. And also there's like there's like uh like a an atheist professor in it, I think. Um, oh my my heart just wanted it to be played by John Hodgman. I know he's not in it, but. That would have been so good. I would give him a pass on that one. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta, gotta make money. Those, yeah. those Apple checks aren't coming in anymore. Um, yeah. So uh, I've I've been in a coma, and uh, let me tell you, I didn't see Jesus. <laughs> Where were you, Jesus? Yeah. Uh, he was probably carrying you. <laughs> and we weren't even on a beach. <laughs> he just—he's just one of those jerks that when he gets <laughs> drunk. Picks people up. just tries to oh god i'm that kind of i'm that jerk <laughs> i do that um and i'm really i'm pretty i bet uh i bet i could probably pick you up and swing you around like a rag doll probably that's why we haven't met in person yet. <laughs> <laughs> you're just like i need to avoid that avoid this as long as possible she's she's gonna pick me up yeah now i know and i don't know i don't know when or if she'll put me down <laughs> man i made a twitter joke that people did not like uh, like two of my tweets have been not widely retweeted, but like seven plus people retweeted them in the last couple of weeks. And then I wrote one that I was specifically like, I think this will get some, this some will be the hit. buzz. Yeah. It's going to knock my cloud up. Um, and, and we, we, and the joke was that like, if I've seen further than other men, it's because I tricked a tall guy into picking me up and won't get off of his back. Everyone. This is Craig. Um, I, I heard a, I heard a laugh. Yeah, I think I, I see I a don't... smile, and that definitely <laughs> seems like the type of joke that people find funny on Twitter. Um, Twitter is a fickle bitch. I was gonna say mistress, but um, I well, think... yeah, you say mistress, I get to say <laughs> bitch. <laughs> um, I I don't know. I feel gross sometimes writing or like coming up with jokes that I and like I come up with it and I'm like, oh, this like. This is the sort of thing that people like on Twitter. Um, this is this is pandering. Yeah, yeah. Especially because I don't really feel like my Twitter feed. I'm not somebody who just uses Twitter for like Twitter jokes. Like a lot yeah. of it is me complaining about how sad I am <laughs> about 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 suicide girls. Yeah, yeah. And I, I mean, I was that didn't make me too sad. It did make me sad to remember like 2003. I mean, how sad can you be when you're masturbating? A lot. You can yeah. be really sad. Uh, you mean sadsturbating? <laughs> <laughs> the answer is very sad. Um, but, uh, yeah, just remembering the golden years of alt porn on the internet. 
kind of yeah i kind of I, I missed out on that i guess i don't know i don't i just i guess i was in college and had roommates that yeah, was probably yeah. why who, who didn't uh need to see me looking at a bunch of uh tattooed nipples ow eh, i assume yeah yeah um what else is of interest on the uh gabriel garcia mark has died oh yeah that's that's uh, well actually every time i've told people that they're like that's it Wait, how old was he? I'm like, he's 86. Oh, that was, that was, I thought, I thought he had been dead for 30 years. Everyone thought that. But he, he wrote something fairly recently, I believe. I think he wrote his memoirs fairly recently in the last maybe five years. He's mostly been doing Twitter jokes. Yeah, mostly. That's his, that's his big, today, it's sad because if he'd only lived until today, the convergence of Easter 420 and like Hitler's birthday, then... Completely overshadow. Yeah, yeah. Um, his greatest I, work could be, could have been unveiled. My first exposure to uh, Gabriel Garcia Marquez is just like you, you've tricked me into talking about books, Popham. <laughs> you're you're ruining my brand as a as a complete nerd idiot who doesn't know how to read or write. It's like the opposite of a nerd or an idiot savant. <laughs> a nerd idiot. Um, it was. I went to. Um, a young writers camp when I was a youth and in Swanee, Tennessee, we all went up in, in the mountains and, uh, had a little, and, and it was just a bunch of, a bunch of teen poets, um, running around for a week. Man, so you can, how is, how is that not a Friday the 13th movie or not? Wait, what's the one with Freddy? Um, Nightmare on Elm Street. How is there not one where it takes place at like a governor's scholars camp for <laughs> like, developing poets and they fight him using like like creative nonfiction essays <laughs> and then it ends because they all they like he they defeat him and then they use that essay to get into their uh their uh reach schools <laughs> i'm sorry go all ahead all right we're gonna we're gonna uh we'll we'll start we'll start uh working on that draft <laughs> as uh as soon as we stop doing this um well i think i think it would be really easy for like a, a slasher movie involving young poets because uh, whew, not a uh, not good runners, <laughs> not indoor kids, is what indoor we're kids, indoorsy, yeah, um, and really just frail. There's one, there's one Friday or Nightmare on Elm Street movie where he kills a dungeon master. Oh like, well, a kid who who like is role playing as a wizard. Um, not a lot of challenge there though. Oh no, um, Sorry, all go right, ahead. but you, uh, uh, you're telling this wonderful story. And I was and like, my my first exposure you... culture jokes. <laughs> yeah, um, it's, it's it's opposite day here on. I haven't seen that. Um, uh, that we did um um a little a little workshop exercise where we um we did a game of telephone, um or as the as racist British people call it Chinese whispers, which is I've always I I, I keep. It's the, the the English people find a, a remarkable new ways, just 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 really novel ways to be racist. That when See, I'm watching Top Gear, I'm like, oh, that's unique. That's that a you're you're like, achievers. That sounds like the name of a John Le Carre book about like <laughs> Chinese, Chinese whispers. whispers by John Le Carre. Okay. Anyway, scary old men in Chinese whispers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Sorry. And and the the line that we did for um for um telephone was yeah, definitely uh, don't use the racist name that i've already said a bunch of times um uh telephone was the first line of um 100 years of solitude oh about the ice 
Yeah, and uh, the 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 guy, the teacher kind of guy, he didn't use the full um, Spanish name because that definitely wouldn't have made it. <laughs> we would have lost the the rest of the sentence immediately. You know. Uh, oh yeah, because it's like Aurelia, you know, yeah. Colonel Ariano, Buendia, yeah, and you know, and then we once it got around, we like, like Ted. Ted saw the ice. Yeah, so it was it was like Colonel something, and or. or I can't, even, I can't even remember his rank. I read it in high school. Leave me alone. Um, and uh, and you know, by the time it it got around, it had completely you know transformed. And you know, he, he, our exercise was now write a little short fiction piece using that line. Oh, that's, yeah, that's nice. That's a nice prompt. It was, and ours definitely still had ice in it. And I wrote some angsty thing. Probably I was sixteen. And at and at young poets camp. Yeah, I don't know. I think that we always re- we remember ourselves as teenagers. I think if we actually, because we've talked before about like ourselves as teenagers, and in my and, like I've at least expressed disgust at who I was as a teenager. But I think if I met myself, I was I was doing the best I could. Yeah, yeah. I, think I was we'd just be like minorly charmed by our gawky teenage selves. Yeah, I'd I'd be like ah oh, kid, you you're doing you know you're doing you. Yeah. You're, you're, you're doing it the best you can. I was just talking um, with a friend right before we did this about um, Lord, the musical artist. Yes. Who, who sings the song Royals. Yes. Which is a catchy tune, but when I listen too hard to the lyrics, I want to uh, give her a, a good smack. Um, but then, Have it, you ever but... seen a diamond in the flesh? <laughs> I have seen a man composed entirely of diamond-like flesh. Um, no. I'm... In your D&D game? Yes. Diamond Man. I'm sure that's in some James Bond movie that I haven't watched yet. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of things of projects that that have uh, tapered off, although I was I, I I I was having a conversation about James Bond within 15 minutes of waking up today. So you're 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 still doing you. I'm doing uh, yeah 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 I am, uh, but I was talking about you know how uh, I I can't get that mad at Lord because you know she wrote that song when she was 15. Yeah. Yeah, like I'm like you're you are seven, you are literally a child. Now I can't I can't get you know I could get even I should spend even less time being beefed at you than I should being at, be beefed at uh, Taylor Swift. Yeah, uh, how much time would you say? Do you have like a timesheet of how much time a week you're beefed at Taylor Swift? Yeah, I got it. Well, I, you know, I've I've decided it's like okay, I'm taking, I'm you know the 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 Taylor Swift beef budget is uh, being reduced because I need to spend way more time being beefed at Macklemore. Uh, did you did you turn off your uh, Google alert for Taylor Swift? It's like uh, yeah, because I was just you know I would get it. It would be like you know getting like the Lum- Lumosity training reminders. It'd be like oh, I don't want to do that. Um, oh, there's a really great uh, there's a really great um, ad for Lumosity, and by great I mean pretty terrible. But the guy's like, I go to a gym to work out my body, but there's not really a, a gym for your brain. And I'm like, it's called your local library, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Mark Popham, book warrior. Yeah, I'm actually also, I, I think it's so great that there's that Oyster-like service where you subscribe to it, and you pay them money, and then you can access ebooks. And it's like, huh, man, that's an interesting business model. Is there some other th- place where you 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 like join and then you can take books out, uh, but for no money? And is there one in literally like every county in the United States? Not everyone, but most counties in the United States. 
and it's yes it's your local public library the ones where they haven't taken the funding away from the libraries to pay for more uh more beefing against pop stars yeah, yeah. that's very important in some uh, municipal you know areas i'll bet if we were canadian you could get a grant for the government to dislike taylor swift <laughs> i wonder if uh, if uh, they would uh, you know prefer it to be about uh, i think they would prefer it to be about a canadian artist so probably um carly ray jepsen oh really i was gonna say celine dion but i don't i think they would She's not really popular music. I was well. My feeling is that they'd want you to beef against an American artist while promoting oh, a Canadian artist. Okay, okay. Um, so you write a lot of um, blog think pieces about why Taylor Swift is crap. And... Well, I already do that. So <laughs> where's my check, Canada? Um, Thanks, Canadian Obama. I, is it still Harper? I don't know. Um, I don't know who leads any other countries. And I'm probably, you know, when our, our next president happens, provided that we don't all die before then, which honestly, I hope that happens because <laughs> uh, I, I think I had like 14 breakdowns during the last election. Oh, uh, and it's just, it's not going to be good this time. It's going to be even worse. I'm going to buy you a belt that you can clinch between your teeth <laughs> while interacting with any information about the election. Um, but we got a while. We got a while. Oh, I think I sort think of. I'm real excited to see Rand Paul in there. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's actually interesting this year because every single Republican candidate I just want to fight <laughs> so bad, <laughs> as opposed to previous ones. That's true. Um, yeah. But wouldn't it, wouldn't it be fun to fight Mitt Romney? Because I bet you could just. I'll push bet you him wouldn't over. see it coming. <laughs> He'd be <laughs> real surprised. Uh, I don't know if. Mitt Romney continues to get oh no he definitely doesn't continue to get Secret Service uh, protection so hopefully we won't get thrown in jail for talking. But he could just this. he could just like sick all of his children on you. All it, tag and uh, rug and um, uh, Trisket. These are these are like literally jokes from 2011. <laughs> I know. <laughs> we just we pulled the box off of the shelf and like we blew and there was like a like a little a little cumulus cloud of dust that rose off of it how about how about some sarah palin jokes mm, delicious i can um, see russia from yeah russia from twitter oh yeah or something that's, and i that's i got on twitter right around the oh, the man. 2008 election so if i go back in my archive my my early tweets are all like me being furious at debates yeah um i I, I don't even know if I can deal with it this time around. <laughs> like, th like honestly, it's one of those things where, like, thinking about going through another election, I don't know if my heart is going to hold out. I, 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 I literally now have an Ativan prescription because of the, t of the, <laughs> of the 2012 elections. Oh, man. I Although, wasn't it, it, like, on actual election day, it ended up being, like, so anticlimactic. Oh, it was so It was so great. I, I just really liked watching... Like as soon as they posted on YouTube that clip of Carl Rove, like oh, furiously, yeah, mind. I just wa I I put that on YouTube doubler, but it was in both screens, and I was just like, mm, <laughs> and then you, and then in another tab, you just had like the Benny Hill theme playing. Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess I got to watch that that unfold uh, uh, live, and we were just like, we'd all just been kind of like sleepy and mumbling on the couch, and then that happened. And we were like, this is the best thing, yeah, that's ever Mama. happened. I, uh, uh, listeners, users, uh, go look up, if you haven't seen that, go look up Carl Rove just in desperate denial. Try, like, oh, man. you know, other, other Fox News people are like, no, who, I can't remember who it was. It wasn't 
it's just like Carl Rove. Did they not tell you things? Like, I, shouldn't you have been aware? Like, what the situation yeah, I mean, on the ground was like. The reptiloid overlords, didn't they? Yeah. Didn't you get that fax? Because um, reptiloids, reptiloids email. still um, they use faxes. It's because the only that's the secure. Last, yeah, last place people are going to look. Um, My dad uh, was a uh, he after after his time in prison and uh and then uh, after he was commissioner of corrections he then spent like the next 10 or 15 years um uh making affordable housing in nashville and uh and then he worked for a bank and in in uh in his bank they the computers were still on windows 98 and this was in you know the early 2000s like yeah. this was in like 2006 yeah. up to and he and he was like it's terrible but they're secure yeah because nobody's trying to fuck with windows 98 it's like the um how when you go to the airport and you have to change your ticket or do anything at an airport they have to spend like 30 minutes just typing really quick into a computer and you're always like what what could they possibly be doing it's because they're using the same computer system that they got in like literally 1982 um because it's interfaced with every air like airline on earth and you can't be like, okay, everyone, we need to actually put in, like, a graphic user interface. So they're basically running this, like... It needs to look like war games. Yeah, yeah, basically. Um, or Tron. You have to ride a light bike, to, and you, you snatch, like, peanuts out of the air and drink tokens. You know what? I haven't seen that. Um, I ha You know what's funny? I have seen the Neutron, I, which I... I only have the vaguest of memories. Yeah, I saw part of the Neutron while drunk on Christmas, so I don't really remember it. <laughs> I might have done the same thing. Um, but this, uh, this, this was when I was drunk on Christmas with my family, not when I was drunk on yeah. Christmas alone. Um, In the bosom of those that love you. Yes. Um, and watching Tron. Yeah. Uh, I, haven't, I haven't seen Tron, but I have played uh, Kingdom Hearts 2, which features going to a Tron world. Really? Uh, I've yes. never played any of the Kingdom Hearts game. Actually, I mean... I have barely played any video games at all, so you can just sort of take that as read that I haven't played a game in general. Yeah. Oh, the Kingdom Hearts games are bonkers and weird. And because it, it's, it's like, let's take all of the, uh, the Square Enix Final Fantasy properties and shove them in with all of the Disney properties. Yeah. And, uh, and his song blade. And, and somehow it's a, it's a key blade, Mark. Okay, whatever. <laughs> and Goofy doesn't have it. <laughs> No one would ever give Goofy a keyblade, you idiot. <laughs> uh, Goofy uses a shield really? as his weapon. Yes. But he's a tall guy. <laughs> he's a tall dog. Yeah, but like like he's got the reach. You want to put a weapon in Goofy's hands. Yeah, I'm actually now like just just gr gripped with the fact that the fear that I've gotten Goofy's Kingdom Hearts weapon wrong. He's I'm pretty like sure Donald mace? Donald has a wand and I think Goofy has a shield. Oh, and so that's... it's like no one has like a like a two handed battle axe or something. No, no, you just got the the main kid Sora, is voiced by who is voiced by Haley Joel Osment, is uh he he uses he uses the keyblade. So it, no one even has a sword. The closest they may have is like a key sword hybrid. Well, yeah, if you get you know sometimes you can have a you know you get your your extra party member who's you know from who is Mulan or Arun from Final Fantasy X, and you know they might have a sword. See, this is this is ruining my fantasies of Kingdom Hearts of like Mickey coming up behind people and doing the like like knife in the side thing from okay, Gangs of New York. You're you're you know you're 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 joking, but Mickey is pretty much a ninja king okay, in Kingdom Hearts. Great. 
Like he's he literally is going around in a lot of it in like a full on black hood, uh, sneaking through the shadows. Like it's it's like King Mickey is lost. We don't know where he is, and he's you know skulking around he's, and doing. He's just snapping necks. Oh, sorry, he's, I just knocked my mic around because I actually did the snapping necks motion with my hand and punched my mic. <laughs> You've killed your mic just really like King got Mickey. into it. Yeah, like I. Uh... I, I wish I, I can't even ex- – there is no way that I could explain the plot of the Kingdom Hearts games because, for one thing, I haven't played any of them in, you know, five years. But yeah. it is – it's – it's it's they found the most – it's like, okay, we'll take all of the various Final Fantasy things and all of the various Disney things and then stitch them together with the most bananas plot in the world. And it and somehow it all comes together in this weird, like, Sunday of – it's like there's chocolate like and there's monster there's chocolate and peanut butter and then there's also just like a a bunch of Thai chili peppers and and a, that sounds incredible yeah I mean the your... Sunday sounds incredible the game still sounds banal but uh <laughs> and it's really banal <laughs> you like that I did um I say bananas you say banal I'm there's some line from something that's I don't remember what it was, but somebody's like, oh, that's really interesting. Oh, wait, the other thing. Banal. <laughs> um, don't recall. Could be from anything. Could be. Um, so anyway, um, rest in peace, Gabriel Garcia Marquez. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> May winged angels carry you to your rest, sweet prince. Um, and then have you get stuck in the... Hopefully um, you will not be eaten by ants. Yeah. Um. Vague no, I, memories of AP English. I really, I, I read like a huge amount of Gabriel Garcia Marquez in high school and wrote papers on him and stuff. Um, he was, he's a good and I just, I read it in a, in AP English and enjoyed it. Yeah. It was good. Good time. Um, I'm trying to think about what I'm reading now. Um, this, actually this book by Joseph Mitchell, who was a New York, uh, like, newspaper man in like the very classic sense like hat with the word press on it he um, wanted pictures of spider-man yeah basically Get him pictures of spider-man um from the like 20s through i believe the 70s or 80s uh oh oh so uh neil spider-man the uh neil spider-man yes the um <laughs> actually uh, oil bear. that that piece on beefsteaks um oh yeah that's by joseph mitchell Wow. Um, so I've been reading that, and it's very, like, old New York, and a lot of it is about, like, nudie fan dance shows. And, like, man, we we used to put a lot more stock in our, uh, in, like, in the ways that we stripped. Uh, in, like, creative ways for women to become nude. Tell me more. Well, it's just basically, like, talking about how you'd have these, like, like at every World's Fair... Which is also thing we we should bring back, but it, we should call it Stark Expo, and well, yeah, people will <laughs> and go. A man with a mustache should show us a flying car. Um, it's it's Paul F. Tompkins. Yes, <laughs> finally, Paul. F. I Tompkins would I would go. Reveals the Paul F. Tom car. <laughs> um, but like, so I guess at every World's Fair, they'd always try and ban like nude dancing, and some like a woman would get around it and like reveal her new dance, which would be like with ostrich feathers or one like uh with a who would dance nude but behind a giant balloon, so it made it like kind of gauzy. Or this one woman is talking about how she comes out nude and then gets dressed over the course, so it's like a reverse striptease. Um. So you're saying that uh, all, uh, many of 
the um, technological and societal advancements of the early 20th century were just ways to see titties in new ways. Uh, When you said the early 20th century, you meant all time. (laughs) All time. All time has just been a quest. Literally forever. All of Western civilization. Quest for more titties. Yeah, basically. Uh, And now we have the internet, and I feel like we've stagnated because... So... Whenceforth, Apollo, what higher plane can we find? It's um, just gonna. It's it's. Oh, yeah. well, this 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 brings back. I don't. I don't know. Well, I was gonna say about supernatural. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, I, I like the the idea you had of of hiring some intern to try to diagram the the path that we take, the the, the tangled. I feel like that's like that's the start of the mountains of madness. Just this <laughs> intern at the bottom of the page, just a bunch of question marks, and then like bloody froth. And, now is uh, is Mountains of Madness is that Lovecraft or is that... it is Lovecraft? But there's also a John Carpenter movie with Sam Neill in it. Oh, because um, I haven't I haven't uh, seen that. I haven't read um, Mountains of Madness, but I have read some Lovecraft. Oh, have you have you ever seen The Thing? <laughs> no. Do you remember that that was in our first episode? Oh wait, it was in our first. Episode. <laughs> that that was the title of. It, oh, how yeah. I how I yeah. talked about Philip Seymour Hoffman. Oh yeah, that was a good one. That yeah, a good episode. That thing that happened a full ago. month ago. Yeah, um, the I we have such films to show you. Their latest episode is about um the thing, and it's it's interesting. But but you haven't seen it. No, I haven't seen it, and and we never actually um discuss what it was about. Or um, we just made up a thing about Paya and Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yeah. Whose death at that time was a lot more fresh on our minds. Um, actually, it remains on my mind. Okay. Oh yeah, all the time. Um, but uh, well, I I, I feel like I, you should have to watch some dude movies. <laughs> um, I like dude movies. I think you need to have a some, some oh uh, uh, some dick flicks. Yeah, some dick flicks. Um, I've been watching a lot of those. <laughs> Apparently, in the new Captain America, uh, you see Captain America's butt. Maybe Um, he's just a handsome man. He's just a he's a good that Chris Evans. He's just a tall drink of water. Yeah. Well, I mean, have you seen uh, Avengers? Yes. I mean, the the first scene where you see Captain America, I think uh, I saw that movie like four times in the theater, and every time, you know, it's he's he's hitting that punching bag as the as the camera just gets closer and closer on that on his fine fine American trouser hams, and every time I could hear people in the audience just going, mm, mm, <laughs> "Damn, <laughs> American trouser hams." Well, you know, those are not those are not naturally created trouser hams. You have to have the super soldier suit. Oh yeah, to get yeah, trouser those are hams like that. That's what I tell myself at the gym. Um, Chris Evans and his absolutely absurd shoulder to waist ratio. Um, He's revolting. I want to look at him forever. Just want to slap his beautiful face. Oh, not his face. Hey, oh. We need That's... to start doing the Arsenio Hall, like, woo, woo, woo. <laughs> or actually, I think they also did that on Tool Time. On, uh... <laughs> yeah, that was, that was the Tool Time one. Have you seen Tim Allen's Twitter feed? No. It's pretty great. Uh, I like that celebrities have started using Twitter because it's revealed what we assume, which is that celebrities are totally bonkers. Like, yeah. Like, that people just have no idea, like, what words to say ever. Oh, yeah. Speaking of that, why did Tay Diggs follow you? Tay Diggs didn't follow me. Yes, he 
No, that's like, someone else. I someone else that we both follow um, is followed by Tay Diggs. I um, just, I guess, I'm I just wanted Tay Diggs to follow sure. you. I'm gonna oh, write really it quickly. Ooh, I think it was my friend Max. <laughs> yeah, it definitely wasn't me. The last couple of people who have followed me, none of them have been Tay Diggs. They've all been my dumb friends. Oh, I like your friends. Um, I, love I love my dumb friends. Yeah. Uh, actually, the last couple of... Oh, wait. This guy is a strat- strategy data tech guy specializing in the multifamily real estate and lodging slash travel industries. Photo was taken at Twitter HQ because that's how I roll. His name is Dom Beverage. <laughs> I hope that's real. I think it's real. I, I mean... I, I, the thing is, is that maybe he, no, this guy seems like a real person. It's just that he has a Twitter bio that's like. That's garbage. Yeah. Oh God. He's got 18,000 followers. But is he also following 18,000 people? He's following 8,000 people. Yeah. That's how that works. Really? I mean. He'll he'll probably, he'll probably unfollow you in like a week. Possibly. Don't don't break my heart. Don't go breaking my heart. I know how this works. Okay. Well, I don't know how this works. I'm if Tay Diggs, if Tay Diggs is not following you, I think we should get Tay Diggs to follow you. Uh, is that our new Twitter campaign? <laughs> um, I had a friend who t- a friend uh, who told me that he his his new uh, his new goal was to get the Hartford Whalers Twitter to follow him, and uh, that was actually a really goal easy goal to achieve because he just tweeted at the Hartford Whalers and said, "Will you will you follow me?" Can I get a follow back? Can I, I get a follow? I and I tweeted Southpaw, who's being followed by Tay Diggs. I don't know who that is. Oh, okay. I apparently I guess a lot of people is just following everyone right now. He's hey, Diggs, what's his, up with you? He's trying to get his clout up. Oh, your clout went down this uh this on this Christ is risen. My clout is down. Yeah, that was a good one. I retweeted that and people are liking it. I like that I like that it notifies you when people like your one of your retweets. It gives it makes you think that that you're special because of something else, something else fun that something somebody said. I recognize that gold. Game it's like recognizes yeah game. I'm a curator. Yeah, I curated that one. Yeah. Or I think of it like a layup or like an assist in basketball. Like I, I made, I got the ball right by the hoop, and you just dunked it. Although I guess, I guess, sports that's putting a lot of agency on me as somebody who was like, ha, and hit the retweet button. Yeah, but, <sighs> just, just ugh. Twitter clout. So why did your clout fall though? I don't know. <laughs> I'm no. scared and cold. I don't know. Well, I've been I've been sick for like two weeks and haven't been tweeting a lot. So maybe that's it. Uh, or maybe. And I've been taking over your followers. No. You love me now. Ugh. Now that I've t- I've spoken out about the patriarchy. In they, order yeah, to you... secure my own place as the wazir of men issues. Yeah. After the purges. <laughs> Seriously, that would be great, though. Yeah, if, uh, all the all the asshole men um actually another thing that i really liked in that bob's burgers episode uh about is when bob and um teddy are talking and he's like why do men have to ruin everything oh this and all the wars and this (laughs) as a men are kind of terrible yeah we are yeah oh it's so good uh i kissed my television um Uh, unrelated to bob's burgers it was just later after you know your wife went to bed and you're like Oh, finally, oh, I we could be together. Television. It wasn't even on or plugged I've in. A, I've got a, I've got an okay television. I got a good, like, it has, it's got smart. It shows light and yeah. uh, creates sounds. Yeah, yeah. It shows me uh, 
the Winchester brothers as they shoot ghosts with Sam! shotguns. Sammy! Sam! Uh, can we please... Sammy! At, once we're done recording this, record just like Sam! three minutes. <laughs> can we just record three minutes of us saying Sam at each other and then you just put that on the top of the head of this episode? Yeah. Oh, okay. once I made a, I made a vine of me doing that because that's a that's a thing I've been I've been doing with my friend uh Steven who's like my he's the guy I've known for the like the longest in my whole life and uh and then he made a vine of himself doing that and then I put those both on the same page and played them oh. and I made and then I made a vine of those two glorious <laughs> <laughs> it was it was that's gorgeous so it was just Sam 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 Sammy Sammy Sam. Sammy Sam <laughs> I, uh, it, when when Sam says Dean, it's like in a much more like plaintive wail. Dean, Dean, Sammy, Sam. Dean! <laughs> okay, okay. So, uh, are you are you a Sam or are you a Dean? And um, I will accept that as either are you one or which one do you think is cutest? I think I think I it, okay. It's also funny because I. Uh, I think Sam looks like a golden retriever that's, like, very confused about where the treat went. <laughs> like, pretty much entirely. He's like, if you show a treat to a dog and then cover it with your hands, the face they make is his face all the time. So, like, every time, every time they're like, oh, man, this is, okay, spoiler alert. This is a little bit of a spoiler I'm later on at one point he just goes I got demon blood in me Dean <laughs> and he's he's supposed to be so anguished but he just looks like he's going like treats <laughs> oh, it's so, so I'm guessing that you're a Dean girl is that the actual name sure you're a Deaniac <laughs> Deaniac okay no I, I, I feel like we can't front like this because there is definitely like an online Tumblr. You get Jensen Ackles Crackles for Jensen Ackles. <laughs> Wait, what? Say it again. I said I said you get Jensen Crackles for Jensen Ackles. Is this a thing? No, um, yeah, well, well, you got to be more specific. Like, OK, is this are you a part or are you or have you ever been a part of a Tumblr supernatural fan group? Or Not not really but i am very aware of it yeah it's 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 within your milieu i i am i am a i know i know about the wincest the destiel Dest I've seen oh okay i get it wait but you haven't even seen an episode with castiel in it yet right nope but i'm aware just imagining john constantine from the comic books <laughs> no <laughs> that's what he's dressed like yeah i know i know it's a it's a deliberate reference i believe ah. Interesting, uh, um, but not like John Constantine from the terrible Keanu Reeves movie, <laughs> which I've also see, only seen. I haven't seen that, but I've seen in Tumblr gifts, and I'm like, oh, that almost makes it look good. Oh it's like, man, who played Lucifer in that movie? I know Tilda Swinton is is in it. As okay, a, yeah, it's Tilda Swinton, and I was about to be like, you know, I sort of remember Tilda Swinton being in that, but I cannot. I no, that can't be true. <laughs> Well, I've seen really good gifts of her with like wings landing on top yeah. of Keanu Reeves, and I'm like, that looks good. That's yeah, probably no. all I need to see of that. Tilda Swinton is is very good in that. Uh, I guess Tilda Swinton needed a new car, or 
She's just, you know, who who can who can say why Tilda Swinton does? Maybe she doesn't audition for roles. She just shows up in costume, and you're like, I guess she just she just appeared in her natural form. Yeah, they're like, man, the guy who play, is going to play Lucifer, is sick. John Leguizamo, is sick. Oh, who's this? Tilda Swinton. She's already got wings on. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> They didn't even think the cameras were rolling. They just checked yeah. the, the, you know, the <laughs> dailies, and they're like, "Whoa, okay, uh, printed here." Printed. But yeah, this is this is the thing about me and the way I live my life because um, I've I've lived in the internet for twenty years. Is that I don't there's a lot of things I haven't seen, but I still know a lot about what the what and 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 who the internet thinks should kiss. Um. <laughs> What what weird specific um, trends in internet kissing they they like? I've what's, I what's mean, what's hot right now in internet kissing? Um, I think I think uh, uh, Teen Wolf is still is still real big. People like the Teen Wolves. Um, although, well, since since uh, old Captain America has a new movie, people are really they're they're ready for for some more of that. That's uh, the the old uh, the old the Marvel Marvel kissing. You know, it's it's waves. It's very cyclical. You know. New movie comes out and a new sometimes wave. Sometimes it's Thor kissing Loki. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's they call that Thorky. That's a terrible name for it. Isn't it? Isn't it? I, I like lore better. Lore. <laughs> um, why you should work for Tumblr? Mm. <laughs> I mean, I should. I well, but... I feel like that would be like you achieving your final form. <laughs> and then, <laughs> you just and then walk in, and then just like leathery wings would rip out of your back. And then, and then a scrappy tea, and then, and then uh, Sam and Dean come to shoot me, and right Sorry. before they, and you know, I use, I use one of my, you know, I wave my hand, and they, you know, they start, you know, leaning in to kiss, and they're like, no, we have to fight it, so we have to. What you're describing is like literally what my understanding of late season supernatural episodes are like now. Because yeah, there's in in canon there is like like Sam and Dean twincest fans or like yeah wincest. Yeah, yeah, uh, I heard about that, and that seems. Uh, yeah, there's some some uh, mixed feelings I've I've heard from from people uh, who are are fan I know who are friends who watch the show who some of them think it's like oh that was a very uh, a loving take on fandom and the other ones who think you you guys are assholes and uh, you're making fun of us. So I mean, on the other hand, like they did. On the other hand, people are writing incest fan fiction. Yeah, but... yeah, like you can't really be pissed, like. Hey, just because I took your characters who are brothers and made them fuck, you don't get well, see, to this, make fun of me. And this is what I, I was, you know, when we're talking about how society is how um, in the since we've uh, since the Internet was invented and we can just get porn whenever we want, how things have stagnated. I'm like, oh, it's more than just seeing titties. You should you should see what girl girls are coming up with. That's the you know, as 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 it becomes clearer that, you know, as the world learns more about fan fiction, the world is getting to know. Oh, Girls are weird. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, society's really done a number on them. I think in one of our early episodes, we were talking about uh, developing BBW fetishes from oh, Ursula. from Ursula. Yeah. Um, and I think I think we're 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 sowing the whirlwind now with fan fiction. <laughs> and it's we've, uh... we've given women some some weird messages over the past two hundred years, and. Uh... <laughs> It's payback time. Start it's kissing, the boys. Of the repressed. <laughs> Start kissing. Start make out. Um, a couple months ago, Amazon came out with a thing where they will like publish your fan fiction. Yes. And it was, but it was only for like certain things, like 
Vampire, vampire Diaries, diaries. or something. Which, which is most notable because the woman who originally wrote the Vampire Diaries, who had the property taken away from her, is now writing Vampire Diaries fan fiction, although it is actually, like, it's her original property. Mm. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, uh, and uh, because, you know, that is a, a website, and I work at a place that covers technology, and uh, websites are technology, I guess. Um, I, I had I a... Not, a coworker, not magic. A coworker who I believe listened to the first episode. I don't know if she's kept up with it. Um, she was uh, she was writing about it, and I was like, "Oh, I I, uh, I know someone who's an expert in fan fiction, and I can tell you." And I told her all this stuff, and I was like, "If you hadn't figured it out, the expert is me." I can. And she was like, "Oh, oh no, I actually." Me all along. I'm like, "No, I can tell you. I, I I know literally everything. I know things you don't want to know about." You removed the hood. <laughs> like it was me. It would be great if you had if you'd been like, oh yeah, I know something knows a lot about fan fiction. They'll meet you in this parking garage <laughs> at midnight, and they come and just from the shadows, like, so you want to hear about fan fiction? Don't come in any closer. This is you know cigarette smoke. Yeah, yeah. Blowing. It's actually just a candy cigarette, and I'm blowing. You're blowing talc out of your other hand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, that's a uh, Captain Captain America's ass. Hey. Yeah, yeah. I, so I, still, I haven't yeah. seen. I still haven't seen that movie. I need to. No, I. And oh, there's so many movies I want to see recently, but I'm so like weirdly busy right now. Um, in fact, in just a little bit, I've got to go up to my banjo lesson. <laughs> now is this your? Uh, is it? Are, uh, is it? Is it Dixieland jazz that you're yeah, going to be? This is this is some Dixieland jazz. Uh, did I tell you that? Um, so. So the, the the woman who I'm taking this lesson from is, like, very well-known in this style of music and plays the tenor and plectrum banjo. And um, so I had emailed asking about lessons, and she was like, sure. And we worked it out, and she was like, for security reasons, because I teach out of my home, um, where do you work? And the thing is, I'm a freelancer, so I'm basically, like, in a box. <laughs> um, but I, I was like, oh, here's where I'm working right now. Here are the past two places. And I was like, maybe I should ask if she wants references just to have, like, someone call and be like, this guy's a real person and not, like, a monster. Um, and I was like, ah, oh, no, it's probably fine. And then the receptionist at the place came in and was like, hey, what are you applying for? And I was like, what do you mean? She's like, well, I just got a phone call from somebody asking if you worked here. And I and like I I was not bothered in the slightest that uh that, that this banjo teacher called to check my references, but there was like a three minute three full minutes of me stammering trying to figure out how to explain like and, I, and it ended with me just being like I recently bought a special banjo <laughs> <laughs> and I'm playing and like I and then you pulled it out and you start you know and it plucking goes a and... little like this. Um, no, but at the end she was like, I was like, yeah, this new, this banjo which is Irish music and also like Dixieland jazz. And she's just got, man, you're really weird. <laughs> and, like, fair play to you, ma'am. Yeah. No argument there. <laughs> Milady. Milady. And then I played myself off with a big hook came out of the, yeah. <laughs> yanked you off. Good times. Um, watch out Mumford. I'm the new Mumford son. They Have I ever up, right? They're they're on hiatus. Great. Yeah, I got been I... listening to too much popular music. <laughs> I love popular music. Have I ever have I have you ever seen my fake names for Mumford and Sons? No. 
which is something I just came up with when I was I was this was just going oh, through I my head. Say minutes ago, when I was listening, to, I was listening to a lot of Mumford and Sons, and I started thinking of them as Mumf and the Boys, uh, Papa M and the Jangly Jangs, uh, Mummo and the Twinkle Strums, Fumford and Gruns, Mimbo and the Rattlers, Strummy Trum, Pico Chum, and his fellows. So you've got these like like very close to the surface in your mind. <laughs> The Honorable Knighthood of Bangeline and Sons. Are you reading this from somewhere? Mumfordes y los hijos. Is this a, you carved this into your forearm? Monsignor Fuffin and the Senoritas. Uh, fretboard Regretford and the Little Ones. Pickety Purse, who does not play alone. Uh, the Law Offices of Strum, Twang, Diddle, and Pluck. Her Majesty's Secret Mumfords. Where is this coming from? <laughs> I'm reading it off of a thing. Okay. <laughs> but I'm glad that you thought I was just coming up with all those. I thought that maybe you were possessed. <laughs> I thought that maybe your apartment was over a hellmouth. I think it is. Yeah. Church upstairs, hellmouth downstairs. You mentioned like the boys upstairs. Are those in between you and the church? The church is on the sixth floor. I'm on the second floor. And there's a... The, whatever goes on, I don't in really understand. In the twain. Yeah. In, in the purgatory. Um, I don't know what they do up there. It doesn't make any sense. Like Thumping. There's a lot of thumping. Sometimes there's like a washing machine going at one in the morning. Sometimes there's water coming out of the ceiling. Sometimes they're playing... Disco so loud it makes my door rattle. Um, sometimes it sounds like there's toddlers running around. Sometimes there's just a lot of fucking. Um, so, so what you're saying is Buffy is occurring upstairs. There is a Hellmouth, and the entire nine season run of Buffy is occurring in the apartment above you. And that's why I can think of things like Minty and the Strombolinas. <laughs> How many pages of that is there? It just goes on forever. I, I find it. I've, I'm compelled. I'm compelled whenever it just it just plays in in my when I listen to Mumford and Sons, which I do frequently. Um, I just it just just happens. I just can't stop. This is like automatic writing. This entire podcast, you've been doing that. You're I'm just not even looking at the page. Uh, good times. A twenty ounce glass of Mumfordas. You got the frozen mumfarita, you got mumfarita on the rocks, uh, you can get a swirl mumfarita. That's uh it's uh one half uh lumineer berry. The the great thing about Mumford and Sons is that the name immediately conjures Muppets to mind. <laughs> they I wanna see uh, a recut of uh that otter Emmett Otter's Christmas jug band. <laughs> uh but where they're playing against Mumford and Sons. I wanna see have you ever seen the um there's like a, uh, I guess outtakes where it's you know they're trying to, to film like some some bit with uh, like a, a drum rolling when they're filming that special and it like took dozens and dozens of takes of it just not being right and I'd like to see that recreated with uh, Marcus Mumford rolling and his a drum and his sons, his son wearing an otter costume or they would be the and nightmare... that's the internet's fetish. What is it nightmare? What's the other band that they play against? That's like a hair metal band. It's like a hair metal jug band. And it's just snakes. 
And it's like, I can't believe he's such a good drummer. Listen, he's even better than the guy from Def Leppard. I'm really glad we both went to make that joke. Yeah, we, you know. Did you say B plus? I said A plus. B plus. <laughs> good effort. Good effort. A, Not uh, perfect. You know, you can get a, it's a green star. Not a gold star, but not you know. Don't want to put a silver star because then you're like, oh, just second place, green, because you know, yeah, it's uh lucky, probably. Um, so I think so. This is this is uh this has been. This I has haven't been. seen that. Check out our iTunes. Rate us on iTunes, or we've, we've, you can. Sorry, go ahead. We've got a, We got a couple of smart asses who've uh, written. Oh, I said some I reviews. Sing something right. Yeah. Um. I believe uh, the one review, which was, uh, please read this review on the podcast. Please read this review on the podcast. No, we won't. Please read this review on. No, no, no. Sorry. There we go. I can dub in some twinkly banjo <laughs> later on. That's actually, that was kind of a Mumford S. Oh, no, we won't. Get that one drum that's just the yeah. kick. Excellent. That's about that's about my drumming level. That's uh, um, that. This has been uh, Mumford and Sons jokes. The podcast. This has been. I haven't mumfed. <laughs> I mumfed seen that. I mumfed seen sons. I mumfed. I mumfed sunned that. Um. Follow us on Twitter at I haven't seen. Follow me, Whitney Arner. Him at Mark Popham. Uh, we are now on Stitcher, which is a thing that you apparently sure. do if you have a podcast. Um, and I, I, that's the app that I installed and couldn't figure out how it worked. But now if that's a thing you use, if you're one of the weirdos who doesn't use iTunes or has an Android phone like me, you can do that. And, uh, the, the Tumblr is, I haven't seen that. The website is, I haven't seen that. We do. So if you meet one of us, well, no, if you meet me. (laughs) Yeah, I don't have any visits. You don't have them because we still haven't met. I'm aware of their existence. I got them from my clout. And, and and now my clout has dropped two points. They, so they disappeared from your. Hands. So this is this is all this is all it's all like the second act of uh, of um of, behind oh, the music for me right. Now. Oh, I thought we were gonna say it's like the the part in um Back to the Future where he all his family's disappearing from the photograph. <laughs> all all of all of my tw- my Twitter followers, all of my my you know notable Twitter followers are just fading away. <laughs> Delicious. Um. Good. Uh. Wait, Sammy. Sam. Sam! 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 Sammy! Sam! Sam! Sammy! Sam! Sam, Sam where Sam! are you? Sam! Sam! Bobby! <laughs> Bob, Bobby's here, boys. Bobby's, Bobby's gonna here. take care of it. Carry on my wayward son There'll be peace when you are done Lay your weary head to rest Don't you cry no more